Welcome into the Sports Fan, presented by JNK Contracting. Happy Monday. It's 6.06 on the clock. we got a shortened show for you as we got the Blue Jackets joining at 6.30 for their pregame this evening with the puck dropping at 7 o'clock. Joy Medora alongside Ross Christ and Andrew Allison. Boys, how we doing today? Everybody have a good weekend? Good, good, good. Happy to be here. Fun, fun weekend. Enjoyed myself. Yeah, got a good uh, couple final, well, one final four good game in. And now we got the Natty tonight, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And Ross, you got a special guest to join us on the show. How about you introduce our guest for today, calling in at the top? That's right. We got independent wrestler. He is the earthquake and pillar shaking leader of the Meat Pop Express. You heard that right, gentlemen. That is Mr. Big Trouble, Ben Bishop. Ben, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. Hell, hell of an opener. Thank you. I appreciate it. A lot of people mess that up. They'll say, pillar quaking, earth shaking, and they don't, they don't pay attention. But I appreciate, I appreciate it. Thank you for the warm introduction. Well, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm here for you whenever you need a ring introduction. You can, you can hire me at will. Um, but <laughs> if I ever make my way to Columbus, I'll let you know. Ben, let's hear a little bit about your journey. How did you get to from, yeah. how did you get to, to the ring? Yeah, so I mean, I, it, it, was, it was an interesting journey to say the least. I, I've always been a wrestling fan, right? I've, I've loved wrestling ever since I was a kid, and um, it's just something I used to watch with my uh, grandfather, aunt, uh, my dad. We all used to watch together. Loved it. I loved everything about it. I got into it by watching uh, WCW, actually, not even WWF, uh, WWF at the time. I uh, saw guys like Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and um, obviously Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan at the time, Scott Hall, rest in peace, you know, that, all these guys. And I'm just like, wow, these, these guys are awesome. These are the coolest guys that coolest guys going. Um, I, I love this. I just got into it at hook, um, and always kept, kept up with it for years and years and years, you know, and, uh, started playing, but I played basketball in college, went to university of Vermont, played a little bit of Australian football after that. And then I, uh, Eventually, I just went. I went to a show one time, an independent wrestling show in Maryland, and got approached by one of the wrestlers. And he said to me, "Hey, you want to start training?" And I said, "Yeah, you know, what the hell? Why not?" And I ended up ended up working out great. And uh, the next day, I was actually training. So, uh, and, and since then, a lot of cool stuff has happened. I've had a tryout with WWE. You know, got to be involved with AEW um, a few times, and it just. Really working the uh, independent circuit right now. It's it's a uh, it's entertainment. So there's a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I'm, I'd like to say, you know, for the past three years, I've loved every second of it. Is the ultimate goal a, a contract from WWE or AEW, or are you are you happy well, yeah, to be independent? That, you know, I learned that from from Kevin Nash, and you, you know, it's you know, your number one priority wanted to be in wrestling. You know, you should you should want to make as much money as possible. And uh, that's what he did, and that's, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. So that's what I, that's what I strive to do. I, I want to end up using this to make as much money as possible. I got something a lot of guys don't have. I got, I got a height and a look to me. Um, that gives me a little bit more of a foot in the door. So I would love to be a part of any of the, any of the large, of the large companies. Uh, if it, but if, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, the timing's not right, you know, it just doesn't happen, um, I'm fine being an independent wrestler as well. Like I said, it's still a lot of fun going to different towns, performing, um, you know, scratching that creative itch, I think is so important. And, and paint the picture for us. What, what's it like being an independent wrestler? What's a typical day in the office? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll keep it, uh, 
I'll keep it politically correct. So a typical thing <laughs> in the office, um, it, it's a lot of, it's, believe me, it's, it's, like, I, like I previously said, it's a lot of ups and downs. So you you got to hit the road. You know, you might be in the car for three, four hours at a time, five, six, seven hours. I just went to Memphis last weekend. That was about six hours away from where I am in Georgia. Um, the day before, I was in right, right outside Nashville. It was a four-and-a-half-hour trip. Then to Memphis the next day, another two-hour trip, and back six hours. I was in the car for about a total of 17 hours in a 36-hour period. Um, the rest of that time just spent in you know, the, uh, the venues, wherever it may be, whether it's a VFW, a bingo hall, a barn, um, it, just, a, just a, a building with a roof, all, like, uh, just uh, with four walls and a roof, um, locker, small locker rooms. A lot of people on shows, then um, doing it for probably not too much. If, if you're not a name, you're not someone from WWE or AEW, you're not really not making a whole lot of these shows anyway. It's really about, you know, your love for it and the fact that, you know, you want to get more reps and eventually hopefully get to the next level. Um, but a day-to-day, if you're not on the road, it's a lot of emailing promoters, emailing bookers, trying to get booked on these shows. There's a ton of wrestlers right now, which is good and also bad. Uh, because there's not a lot of spots, so, you know, you, and you want to get on the good shows. There's, there's a ton of shows that will run, and some of them aren't that great. Um, and that, that's a topic for another day. But what I try to do, you know, I try to keep my name out there, make sure when I am making those commitments, those investments, getting to these shows, that it is a, it is worth it. Um, the show, my opponent, I always try to make sure I'm taking the best possible bookings. Ben, man, I see you uh, coming up next month. You got a big match at. Uh, ACW Adrenaline Championship Wrestling out in Hagerstown, Maryland. I'm from Baltimore myself, so sell us on this match, oh, brother. What, okay. Yeah, yeah, sell us on this match, brother. What can we expect? Yeah, so I am the Adrenaline Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Um, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, ACW, is actually where I did get my start. It is um, a promotion run by James Ellsworth, former WWE wrestler. Mm-hmm. from. He is from Glen Burnie, Maryland. And... Um, and he's the one who actually helped train me as well. So I am their, I am their champion. I am taking on the former Chris Masters, the masterpiece, who's in WWE for a few years now. He's in the NWA. You know, it's Chris Adonis. Um, this is a real test for me. I'll say this is an extremely uh, important match. Um, you know, you can call it a measuring stick, kind of to see where I'm at. He, uh, Chris Masters, world traveled, um, wrestled all the big names throughout the years. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's, um, I'm going to blow a lot of people away with how I'm able to keep up with Chris Adonis. 100%. There's three guys in the studio right now who are 100% behind you in that one. Uh, ben, let's, t- let's, let's turn our attention to, uh, there was a little bit of uh, wrestling this weekend, wasn't there? Because, of course, the WWE put on their biggest event in WrestleMania. I know you kept your eye on this one. It was in, it was a two-day show this year in Dallas, Texas. We were texting back and forth. Give us your overall impression on how you think it was. You know, I, going into, and I'll, I'll be completely honest, going into WrestleMania, I wasn't too excited about the card. I, I thought it was, a, for the most part, a lackluster card. I wasn't, it, it, but it blew, my, it blew away my expectations, which, once again, I, I say this every year, they, well, the one the thing that WWE does the best, and no one can dispute that, is the production value. They pull out all the stops, whether it be for entrances, whether it be video packages. Um, they really get you invested in their big events. And, and nothing was different this year with WrestleMania. I thought everything from the atmosphere, 
uh, to the quality of matches, to the effort put on by all the guys and gals in WWE, um, was amazing. And even some of the, the celebrity guests that were there, Johnny Knoxville, Logan Paul, um, Pat McAfee, um, they, they all had awesome matches, awesome moments. The crowd was into it the whole time. And that's one thing I always tell people. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter if a match is technically the greatest technical wrestling match of all time. And, you know, they do all the catches, catch can, and all the, the, the different styles of the lucha, whatever it may be. If the crowd's into it, that's the number one thing. I always point to the greatest match of all time was The Rock and Hulk Hogan. It didn't do much in the match. It wasn't a technical wrestling match. But it was a great, entertaining spectacle that the crowd in Toronto at, Wrestle, at um, WrestleMania 18 was really 100% into. And that's, that's what matters most. And that's what you saw in a lot of matches this year. The main event being Brock Lesnar uh, versus Roman Reigns and the crowd on fire. And that was at 11.30, 11.40 at night um, after they've been you know, sitting there all day watching wrestling. And the day before, uh, they were still hot for that match. That's when you know you have a really good, you have a really good show um, from top to bottom. One name you didn't mention, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He had a two-day cameo. He had his match and then came back the next day and comes out and just stuns everyone and drinks a ton of beer. The Boy, child the inside of me is static. How do you think Mr. Stone Cold performed in his oh, well, later I, years? Uh, there, there, he, he looked incredible. It's like he didn't age. You know, he looks unbelievable for 58 years old and all the injuries he had. He's really kept himself in good shape. He had a 20-minute match with Kevin Owens, which I did not see coming. That was a surprise, I think, to everybody. And the next night coming out, like you said, stunning everybody, drinking beer. That's what the people want to see. You know, I, the way I measure success with wrestling, because it, we, can all, we can all be you know, completely honest here. In Stone Cold's era and Attitude era, there was you know, between 6 and 10 million people watching every week. We're at the point where we're at about two to three million people watching every week. So some fans have left and haven't watched in a while. What I measure the success of wrestling is my friends texting me the next day or the day of and saying, like, oh, my God, I saw Stone Cold is back. Oh, God, oh wow, I saw Logan Paul was at WrestleMania. And then now what that does, that creates new fans. And so the fact just Stone Cold coming back, it gets people's eyes on the product, and they'd be like, "Oh man, look at this Roman Reigns guy. This guy's pretty. This guy's awesome." You know, oh look at um, whoever, whoever it may be. Look at uh, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Look at look at the Street Profits. Look at all these wrestlers, and then you can get more eyes on the product that way. Um, so that's how I really measure success. And Stone Cold, obviously, like one of the most recognizable, best professional wrestlers of all time. Um, he was able to. Get people and Ross like you, you know, could turn it back on. And be like, oh my God, look at this! You know, I love <laughs> this, uh, and that—that's what—that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. I think to your point there, like you draw in those new fans with the pay per view over the weekend, and I think they always do a good job making the Raw following WrestleMania as big of a, you know, obviously you yeah. can't meet the same as WrestleMania, but they do their best to try to make it, you know, one of the better Monday Night Raws throughout the year as well. Yeah, no, this is the biggest Raw of the year. The crowd's always extremely hot. And um, over the past, I'd say, you know, 10 to 15 years, they really made it that way. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. You know, I, my prediction is I hope, uh, I hope we see um, Dwayne Johnson come out and uh, ch hope maybe challenge Roman Reigns for, uh, for his title uh, maybe at next year's Mania in L.A. 
Cousins, um, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I think we could. I think we might see the Rock. Um, but I don't know. You know that that's what's great about the Raw after Mania is that, it, that you don't know what's going to happen. Um, they did a great job this weekend with Cody Rhodes and keeping him, you know, kind of in the back and hidden away from anybody who might spoil it to the dirt sheets. Um, a lot of people kind of had a feeling it was going to be Cody, but still, up until that moment, no one officially knew, and the pop was worth it. You know, without people, everyone knowing it was going to be him. Uh, and so they did a good job with that. So they do a, they do a good job of keeping things that they want to keep secret. They keep a secret. Well, Ben, we love picking your brain. We're rooting for you, buddy. Uh, next time you're in the Thank ring, you. I'm next time you're in Ohio, I'm going to be ringside. You better believe it. Hey, if our listeners want to follow you uh, on your on your social, you have a fantastic social media, or maybe they want to buy a ticket to to one of the events that you're going to be at. What's the best way to get in contact with you? Best way to get in contact is Twitter or Instagram. I have the same handle on both, at Big Trouble BB. Um, take a look. You know, yeah, I, I consider myself pretty humorous on Twitter, so I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. <laughs> uh, and then Instagram is just basically shameless self-promotion. But uh, check it out. Check me out. You know, if, if, you, if you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of just, like, big guys, you know, big man, I, I, I don't know, Can I, I, I guess I can't say the actual big man stuff. Um, if you guys are interested in any of that, uh, follow me. Um, you know, I, I really, I, like I said, I've always loved wrestling. I love entertaining. I love, you know, having that, scratching that creative itch. Um, now let's continue to do it. So, uh, yeah, give me a follow and, you know, follow this journey. Yeah, Ben, really appreciate you coming on, man. It was great picking your brain about the business and everything going on with you. And, again, like Ross just said, we'll be rooting for you up here in the future. Hopefully we can have you on the program again sometime soon as well. Absolutely. Just let me know. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome stuff. Yeah, great conversation there. Yeah. With so. uh, Big Trouble Ben Bishop, Indies wrestler, obviously. Always fun to, you know, pick the brain of someone who's got to go through that grind of the Indies. If you're not familiar with the wrestling business, you really got to put in years and years of work honing in your craft where you can really score that big deal with a WWE or if you go overseas to Japan or AEW has come up, but Always interesting to see a guy on the way up and talk to him about that. Fantastic stuff. He really paints the picture. Such a unique job, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like, can you think of anything more unique than being an indie wrestler? Uh, great movie that came out in 2008 with Mickey Rourke, The Wrestler. Kind of shows the, the struggles that a lot of them go through that you don't see when you turn on a Monday Night Raw or a Thursday Night Smackdown. But it was a big week for wrestling, big week for the WWE. Two thumbs up to Vince McMahon. He had a great production out there. In Dallas, Texas, it had me glued to my television, feeling like I'm 13 years old again. Good to see Pat McAfee get involved, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, yeah, thanks for the earthquake and pillar-shaking leader, the Meat Pop Express, Mr. Big Trouble Ben Bishop, for yeah, telling you, us. You nailed that. First first go, no stutters. Yeah. I mean, if I can only do that every single time I broadcast. Yeah. Now, that's the goal. That's the goal. we got to get to a quick break. There's a big basketball game on tonight. You might have heard of it. It's called the, the NCAA March Madness National Championship. We're going to talk about that on the other side of this break. Listen to Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. 
We've all got it, you know. That one crazy thing you've always wanted to do. That bucket list goal. Then, a cancer diagnosis, and that one thing still goes according to plan. I would know I'm getting my first tattoo right now, while my three beautiful daughters laugh hysterically at me. 58 years old, four years of cancer-free checkups at Ohio Health. Go ahead and get a picture, girls. You keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans. Here at A Work of Heart, we have just received hundreds of pieces of beautiful brand new framed art and signs from our local artist, Dee Jones. These would be a welcome addition to your home as we head into spring. Tired of looking at the same old four walls? We also have added hundreds of newly designed gifts and signs that can be personalized on our two laser engravers. Need a gift for a wedding or for Mother's Day? These laser engravers make some of the unique gifts that will be treasured for a lifetime. How about a new attractive and inviting rug for your entryway, kitchen, or dining area? From 5 foot by 8 foot down to 2 foot by 3 foot, we have a great new selection. Come see all the new items for your home here at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia. Or find us at aworkofheart.biz. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. One of my favorite nights on the sporting calendar is tonight, and that's the March Madness National Championship. Joe Medor alongside Ross Chris and Andrew Allison. Big game tonight. North Carolina Tar Heels out of nowhere, an eight seed. They were kind of dead in the water towards the end of the regular season. They whooped Duke on their home floor. Then they lose in their first game in the ACC tournament. People thought it was a fluke, and they've rallied off five in a row. They've covered the spread in every game, and they are here taking on the Kansas Jayhawks as Bill Self looks to gain his second title with the Jayhawks. Should be a great game tonight. Kansas favored by four points, boys. Ooh, the Jayhawks looked really good against Nova on Saturday. North Carolina played a nearly flawless second half offensively against Duke where they scored 47 points to knock off Coach K and send him into retirement. This should be a barn burner tonight. Yeah, I think it should be a good one. It's uh, I'm still going Kansas. They just played too well, in my opinion, against Nova. And well, they're the, playing North Carolina, not Nova tonight. Andrew. Well, I know, but I'm saying they played too well against <laughs> Nova, and I, I think they're, I don't know, that dominance, I, I don't think that dissipates in one game. Plus, you got to factor in that North Carolina was playing a rival in UConn, took a lot out of them. Interesting enough, though, I did uh, just was doing some research earlier, and this is actually five years ago to the day was when Nova and North Carolina played in that epic national championship game where North Carolina lost. Right, the three-pointer at the end from Villanova. Yeah, it was like back-to-back -back buzzer beaters. When, I don't know if you guys remember, but that three went in. Well, when it went in the air and Jay Wright just said bang and started walking over to shake Roy yeah. Williams' hand, might have been the, the coldest moment in Pretty sports gangster. history. It was, it yeah, was incredible. Right. Yeah. This will be a, a, a true, true, great national title, I think. It will come down to the wire. I am going to lean towards... The Kansas Jayhawks. Really? You're not right. riding the horse that, I am that not, got you here. I am not. I'm going to say North Carolina Blue had a struggle against their top rival. It was a great game. Yeah. Fantastic awesome basketball game. game lasting all the way to the end. But um, their center, Armando Basket, 
uh, I'm sorry if I butchered your last name, Armando, but you hurt your you hurt your ankle in that game. He's their top leading point scorer. Who knows if he can if he can even ankle uh, if he can plant on that ankle in, in tonight's game? I'm going to go with Kansas minus four. It's oh. a safe bet. Oh. I'm undefeated in this studio, giving out betting tips. One and zero. We're keeping the streak going. Joey, you know what to do. I got. I think I got to ride along. I my my fear is. I think for Carolina, it's uh, it's a game to prove. Was this all just a fluke, or are they actually a for real team this year? Kansas is a great team on the other side. They were one of the betting favorites from the beginning of the year to win the whole thing. I know a couple friends back home who have Kansas national championship winning tickets that they're hoping to cash tonight. It feels like one of those games where if Kansas is winning, I feel like they might just come out and blitz them early and hold on to it, kind of like they did to Villanova. It feels like... If Kansas wins, they are most certainly covering. So if you think Kansas is going to win, I would lean that side as well. And I do. So I think I will ride with Kansas. But if it gets down to a close game at the end, North Carolina has been in these situations all tournament long. So they're going to use that to their advantage for sure. One thing's for certain, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one. These are two of the highest-paced teams in the country. They're going to be flying up and down the floor. I, I think this is going to be... A really good championship game. Last year's was an absolute dud. Baylor just destroyed Gonzaga. Um, I do not think we're going to see that tonight, though. Would uh, North Carolina become the lowest seed to win a natty? I know they're the lowest to make it, but they, I can't remember who won. UConn won it as a seven. They that were the one seven. Year. I couldn't remember if they were the seven or if Kentucky was the seven because it was a seven eight. Eight nineteen eighty five. The eight seed Villanova won. So yep. they would tie okay. that that nineteen eighty five team as tying with the lowest. Uh, seed ever to do it if they were to do it but i already told you they're not going to do it <laughs> interesting fact about this game when's tip off three hours from now yep about three hours from now you can go buy a ticket to the national title game right now for 38 dollars let's hop on a, let's hop isn't on that the crazy that is, wouldn't you expect like that. that to be in the hundreds where or do you think just... but ross where do you think you're sitting i i know how to weasel my way up front right <laughs> I don't think you're weaseling anything. I could weasel my way courtside to see the Kansas Jayhawks win. That's fair. I, I like Kansas, too. They look, They made 13 threes. They shot 55% from the floor against Villanova. Ochea Baji, oh, my God. He was like 7 for 7 from 3 at one point. All right. Looks he came like off that ball screen each time right on the wing. Bang. Shot up. You knew it was in every time. Looks like we don't need to watch the game. We can Wait. switch over to Monday Night Raw. UNC's been scrappy, though. So according to this booth, hey, we're scrappy all, we're underdogs all going are scary. I'm I, I'm okay. I like Kansas. Yes. All right. We're all going Kansas. Which, oh, let's see who wins the bracket. We're setting challenge. ourselves up to get memed, but no, we're not. We're picking the best team that's played <laughs> in this entire tournament. That's fair. Every single game, Kansas has brought it. It's gonna be a great game tonight on CBS. That's been the sports fan presented by JNK Contract. We got the Blue Jackets coming up next. Puck drops at seven o'clock. Pre-game coming at six thirty. For Ross, Chris, and Andrew Allison, I'm Joey Medor. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.